That's gross, David B. Three, two, one. And hello, everybody. Welcome to SEN Afterlife. I am Jay Wade. And I'm Kaylin. And holy shit, fuck Batman if we got one. Today we are on episode number 19 now of this SEN Live After Show. And we got a special guest joining us tonight, everybody. David B's in the house. What's up, buddy? Hey, good to be back, Wade. Good to have you back. Woo. It's been a little bit. A little bit, yeah, but... um, uh. I'm here now, so let's not talk about the past. Yay! Yay! Uh, let's talk about everybody's favorite beer. So let's let's kick back, relax, and talk about good old Corona. Right. Man, shit's fucked up out here for real. And they didn't just talk about or they talked about it on SCN Live, but we would talk about it anyway, even if they hadn't, because shit's going down. And uh, I know, Kaylin, you're you're an educator, you're a college teacher, so. And you were telling me today that uh, you got some, you know, you got some changes coming. What's going on with your with your stuff? So I was teaching a class yesterday, and of course, everyone's on edge. Everyone was uncertain about what was going to happen. And in the middle of teaching, I get an email that I read to my class that says that we were gonna, we're already going to be on spring break next week. But it was like we're going to be on spring break for two weeks. And we were like, okay, whatever. I'm already thinking as a teacher, okay, I've got to like change a lot of shit now, whatever. It doesn't matter. Then 19 minutes later, we get another one saying, oh, the state has mandated that we all go fully online. So two weeks from now, I'm going to be teaching again. But every class that all of us were teaching is now a fully online class. And this is happening throughout the whole country, throughout the world, so this is not special to us. But I have colleagues who don't even, like, know how to turn a freaking computer on, barely. And they're going to somehow teach classes online, so this is going to be interesting. Um, and then there's some of us who do it already and are going to be fine. And But what's funny is, because this is happening all over the the world... Someone started a Facebook group called the Spring 2020 Online Teaching Collective where people have joined it so that we can all like together figure out like, how am I going to teach this class online? So um, it's just been crazy. Kids are, you know, freaking out. Uh, Kids don't know what they need to do. Should I go home? Should I stay here? Am I going to have my job on campus now? You know, just the same stuff that everyone's going through. It's just, you know, elevated because in some ways we feel responsible for them. And, like, we need to be the leadership. So right. I need a drink, basically. <laughs> yeah, my nephew, he's uh, he's on spring break right now, and he's out of country. And uh, they his college extended their spring break by a week. Um, and so my brother told him to stay there for another week. Uh, but I don't know, you know, how is the travel, uh, travel going to affect everything with him getting back? That's what I'm concerned about. So, yeah, well, not to, I mean, I don't, I don't want to knock on other countries, but he's in another country that I personally would not want to be in under most circumstances, but especially not in this kind of situation. I, I, I just, they don't have the best health system and healthcare and all that. And so yeah. I'm concerned about him, but I mean, you know, 
I'm sure it'll be fine. But, uh, but that, I mean, other than that, they're talking about shutting down a couple of factories here in my county that are huge factories. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's getting kind of crazy out there. Uh, but you guys, I mean, I'm in the Midwest, so it's naturally it's going to take longer to affect me than it will you guys. You know what I mean? Uh, but David, what's going on down there in Texas, man? Uh, it's getting, it's getting pretty wild. It didn't, you know, I, I was one of those people that initially I wasn't taking it that seriously considering like it was just kind of slowly rolling out. But once this thing started rolling out, it started really rolling out. I think the thing that for me personally really made me go, oh man, this is serious. And he start acting accordingly was on Wednesday, they decided to close down the rodeo the Houston Rodeo, which if anyone knows about the Houston Rodeo, it's the annual big event in Houston. It's been going on for like decades. And I, and it's like one of the first times in a really, really long time that they closed it down early. And a lot of like vendors spent tens of thousands of dollars to get space at the rodeo. They spent a lot of money on their merchandise and stuff. And it's like a lot of businesses might go bankrupt because the rodeo closed. And when I heard that, I was like, well, this is getting legit. And then I don't think I don't know if anyone knows this outside of Texas. Um, and then I found out that Patient Zero here in Houston was at the rodeo mm-hmm. on one of the days that I was personally gigging at the rodeo. So mm. once once I figured that out, you know, obviously I start freaking out and I'm like, oh shit! And it's like, oh, it's very very serious. I want to say that right now I'm fine. I got a little bit of sniffles, but this feels like allergies. Like I've I've always suffered through allergies. It's usually the season of pollen so if it feels like i have allergies allegedly you're supposed to show actual symptoms like two weeks after after getting it it's been two weeks already for me and all i have so far is allergies from what i can tell that being said i'm taking necessary precautions um and yeah and just like all my gigs started getting canceled and then all the schools i work at started closing down and everyone's extending their spring break and it's just man it's just it's just a it's just a a weird, wild, uh, semi-worrying time, you know. Like, yeah. like I know, I, I, I know we'll be fine as a society. We'll be fine. I know people are panicking, freaking out. Cause that's usually, you know, humans' first instinct is to just fucking freak out. You know what I mean? Like the song, you know, freak out. But um, <laughs> no. But I, I, I truly believe. Maybe it's just the pet, uh, the optimist in me. I truly believe. Like we'll be fine. It'll be a couple of rough months ahead of us but i think as a whole we'll be fine it's just it's just gonna suck for a while for everybody well and uh, as someone who you live in houston which means that like me you've you've seen the effects of big storms yeah um and i mean i've been in a tornado just saying just throwing that out there yeah, so everywhere has their nat like. Their I'm nat- sorry, I didn't mean to derail what you're saying. I just wanted to take a little bit of that spotlight and shine no, it on we, myself. No, we get it. It's always about Wade. What, tell us, Wade, what happened to you in the tornado? Please explain to us in detail. No, 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 no. I was uh, sorry. Uh, I'm going back to cower in my corner with my tail between my legs. <laughs> well, as you, sh- as you should. All I was going to say was, I mean, going through Katrina and going through some smaller storms, of course, but especially Katrina, I mean, that was completely unreal. And as a society, we we down here, of course, that was localized, but we figured it out. Um, we got the help we needed. You know, things were weird. 
you got used to some weird stuff like uh, FEMA trailers. That became just a thing that you would say on a regular basis because people were living in trailers provided by FEMA. So FEMA trailers and uh, blue tarps, all sorts of roofs just covered in blue tarps because, you know, they had no roof anymore. And so you just, you change your vernacular, you change how you operate, and we're humans, we're adaptable, we're going to adapt. I think it's just going to, I think it's just shocking because it's so quick. But um, I don't know, I think it's going to all be fine once we get over, like, my biggest thing is not that I'm worried about the effects of the actual virus. It's more just, I'm a person who I like to plan things, and I don't love it when my plans are derailed. So... That's my big thing. I'm like, I'm not freaking out over the virus itself. We're doing what we can to not, this is the right thing to do to, you know, slow it down, prevent it, um, whatever the case may be. It's more just like, now I don't know where to go from here. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, to piggyback off of that sentiment, like it is, it is, it's a little, it's a little worrying. I wouldn't say so much. It's scary because like, as 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 more days pass, we get more information about what this thing actually is and what's going on, and like, you know, and I, and yeah, it's just it's mostly panic right now. But ultimately, yeah, humans are very adaptable; we'll be fine. It's just, you know, it's just a bummer. It's just a bummer mm-hmm. that all these like I had a whole week planned of like mm-hmm. work and like just personally speaking, right? And, and it's like I had a whole week planned of like having lessons, playing music. Obviously, the big one going to the free for all was a big one that. I was really looking forward to and just like just talking to people in the community from like just some of the fans and like uh, some some people I've been fortunate enough to work with in the showdown. It's just it's just a bummer because everything's so up in the air right now. Everything's so uncertain, but everyone at the same time, thankfully, has the same idea of like, hey, we're all in this together. We got to do the best we can to kind of just at least stop the spread of this thing. Yeah, if that means for a while we're going to be unsure, like unsure financially, unsure of what to do. That's fine, but we got to look at this as like we're all in this together. It's 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 our society fighting. This is not just one individual person or one individual group of people. It's like we're all in this together. It's all of us fighting it. We all gotta try to look for each other and uh, try to look after each other, not panic so much. Which is at least one of the the good things I'm trying to take away from all of this. Is like you know people are at least from what I'm seeing, especially in the Schmodown community, people are kind of gathering together. We're all just trying to support each other through this like. It's just it's just weird. And it's a bummer, dude. I like I was I really needed this week to hang out with people and I'm gonna be like just locked in my room, just like what do I do? But Yeah. Yeah and, and I um you know, uh th- this shit, dude, it's just I uh, I'll go ahead and, and make an announcement for myself because this thing's been canceling a lot of stuff and changing a lot of a lot of people's lives and disrupting entertainment and all that kind of stuff. Um but uh, due to due to this uh, this pandemic or whatever you want to call it, uh, I, I need to I need to announce that sadly um, I'm going to start going to as many public places as possible, and I'm going to touch my face and my nose as much as I can until my skin rubs raw. Um, I'm also going to invade everyone's personal space that I can, especially if they cough and sneeze. I'm going to run right in front of them, you know, and like like a you know, just soak that good goodness in, uh, and then I will go home and I will crack a beer to uh, combat this beer bug. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
But no, uh, for real though, uh, you guys are right. <laughs> and, and especially what you were saying, David, about dude, uh, right now, as far as this goes, um, and, and I am in the group who thinks that there's a, there's a bit of an overreaction here. And for me, it's, it's like, uh, when I, what I mean by that is just, uh, Everybody just chill a little bit. I can't really explain. I mean, I understand what's going on and how rapidly it's going and uh, and and the the distancing yourself, self-quarantine, but it's at least the social distancing. That all makes sense. I understand. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's something that we're all in together. It doesn't matter uh, who you are or what's going on, man. We need to sort this shit out before it becomes something much worse. But yeah, I, I just still had to get my joke in there because I have social anxiety anyway. So I never leave my fucking house. So <laughs> I'm fine, dude. No, and like, yeah, and like, you know, you know, there's new information every day. If like, if there's someone out there listening and freaking out, like, like, don't freak out. We're all in this together. Um, there's more and more studies being done. There's more and more advancements. For example, it's officially been confirmed that that science labs in uh, in Canada have officially like isolated the strain that is this coronavirus. And usually that means wow. and that usually that means that they're better able to officially start testing uh testing vaccines on it. So that's that's a plus. Like we're closer to a vaccine. Yes, a vaccine doesn't necessarily exist yet, but we're closer today than we were yesterday. You know what I mean? Every day, yes, even though this thing keeps growing, also we keep advancing in it. So it's just you know, it's just it's just writing it out for right now, trying to make sure we take care of our loved ones and even the ones we don't necessarily love so much you know like our neighbors or our enemies or whatever like yeah. in like this situation this yes i completely yeah. agree with you yeah but like yeah. if my neighbor that i don't like needs their yard mode i'm sorry asshole but you can get out there with a pair of scissors and cut that shit by hand on your hands and knees that yeah like well okay like yeah like you know just you know be precautious right now it's like it's like yeah there's like that there's like that fine line of being overly cautious to the point of being paranoid but you know, as long as we, as as long as you can write it for yourself and for society in general, I I truly believe we'll all be okay. So, well, and and so many people are just crises bring out the best in a lot of people, the worst yeah. in others, but the best yeah. in a lot. And so, what I'm noticing just just in terms of education is all of these resources, uh, all these companies who like publish books and stuff saying hey if you need something to help you teach online you can have it for free we don't care like just use it um all sorts of things um just offering their services for free all sorts of um people like i just saw someone who was like any elderly people in the neighborhood who need toilet paper i've got lots i will bring it to you i don't want money um just you know people schools or just random people being like i'll feed kids breakfast who can't go in you know because lots of kids depend on their lunch and their school breakfast and lunch to eat you know they're on either free or extremely extremely cheap uh meals at school because of their financial situation and now that's gone so um it just a lot of people band together and we're just seeing a lot of that, or at least I am. And I try to focus on that and not on the assholes who want attention yeah, for yeah. the wrong reasons or want to, um, want to whatever, take advantage of the situation. 
So that's what I'm trying to focus on. We've got some good people who are trying to do really good things, and we're gonna we're gonna all make it. Yeah, and yeah. at least we know that this coronavirus is sympathetic. You know what I mean? It's not coronavirus people. It's not an asshole, right, Kaylin? Well, the coronavirus itself is incapable of being an asshole because it is not a living thing. But also, also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't let this go. Kaylin, look at the notes. Just real quick. I also. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead, David. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to. I also want to just say uh, Corona is the shittiest Mexican beer you can buy. So right off the bat, it's just. Is it it a Mexican beer or is it an American beer? Exactly. That pretends Thank to you. be Mexican. Yeah. Like Fosters. Exactly. Fo- there ain't no fucking Fosters in Australia. And if it is, it's imported there. Yeah. No, there isn't. They're legit Fosters. There's no Fosters in Australia. Yeah, it's um, fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, Jay Wade, I did so good last week, like being on top of the notes and having great segues, but. This yeah, I, I set you, like, I didn't square. just, like, like, most people would be like, man, I pitched you a soft, you know, a softball. No, I I set a tee up in front of you, and I placed the ball on top of the tee. Yeah, so the <laughs> the funniest schmobot to come through all week was the coronavirus just saying, sorry, guys. <laughs> and yeah, that Kate, was a good one like dying laughing at it when she realized what was going on i was confused too i thought that uh ben had like read what he was about to read and then said sorry guys as a precursor but then he moved on so then i was like oh that was legit the message holy shit that's funny yeah so clever there there are a lot of clever fuckers who uh who put into the Schmobot and the Streamlabs, and I just, God, dude, I get a kick out of some of that shit big time. And uh, this week we also had Motel Geek uh, going back and forth with Hotel Nerd. Yeah. Oh, oh that yeah, was that funny. Was yeah, that was really good. Yeah, Who's uh, our favorite, Hotel Nerd or Motel Geek? Um, oh, Hotel Nerd, OG. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been actually, I've been actually wanting to reach out to him, see if he wants to come on here, shoot the shit with us sometime. Who is he? Uh, he, I'm not sure. He just, he started a podcast, uh, I believe, called Hotel Nerd, right? I don't yeah. know. I'm, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I I'm pretty meant- sure that I'm pretty sure that's it. Because he popped up, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so, and uh, it was after the New York Schmodown uh, Live event. And if I'm remembering correctly, I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, and he popped up. Hotel Nerd started popping up, and then he has a podcast called Hotel Nerd. I'm almost ninety nine point nine percent sure, and I'm a hundred percent sure that I'm following him on Twitter. So, <laughs> hmm. Well, speaking of guests on uh, the show, I know that was a great segue. That was um, a wonderful segue. Um, you had Winston and his girlfriend, his lady friend, on Go Get That Rose, and he actually mentioned it on Thursday's uh live. Are you serious? He did. did How he did it? I miss that? He said, me and my girlfriend, because uh, he was talking about, oh, shit, what happened? What happened? Um, Ben. Her and Madison and Hannah. Well, no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Oh. Uh, what were, oh, someone asked 
if um, Roka and Winston's girls would want to come on the show, like do a couples, you know, show oh, right, right. episode. And he said something about, you know, my girlfriend uh, has said she would like to, or at least like to call in. No, no, no. That was, that was, um, I'm wrong. That was Roka. But Winston said, hey, I just got my girlfriend to actually do a podcast. I was, we were, we went on Go Get That Rose. You know, that was her very first podcast. And he talked about Mark with a movie blog. And he said, and now she, he said she was super nervous, but she killed it. And yeah, now I want to get her on film, like doing a, a, a video type show. So yeah, he mentioned it. I couldn't believe you didn't have it in our notes, but I guess you totally. I, I don't know how, well, I, a lot of the times, um, with, all right, I get off work at two o'clock, but by mm-hmm. the time, or I'm one of them people where I work until two o'clock and then I walk away from my workstation to go clock out. So like, I'm not where like, I, I get my shit ready. So I'm standing there waiting to clock out. Um, so I, I always end up clocking out about three to maybe six minutes late. So I get home about two fifteen at the latest and by then, it's an hour and 15 minutes into the show. So I turn it on, but then I rewind all the way back to the beginning. And But I tend to listen to it. I turn up the volume, and I listen to it while I walk around my apartment and clean up and take a shower and stuff like that. So I, I just, in moving around, I just missed it. But, yeah, and it was a hell of a time. Her name's Kristen. And uh, it was a hell of a time. She did. She crushed it, man. And uh, yeah, we definitely would like to have him on there again. And uh, we in, in in talks with Winston, we may have him on here in a couple of weeks. I got to confirm with him. Sweet. So yeah, and uh, the so because of y'all doing go get that rose, I started watching The Bachelor, as as our audience may know. Uh, I watched uh, Bachelor in Paradise last year, and I watched this whole season of Bachelor. And, uh, oh, Lord, Peter's mother. Oh, you know bless Yeah, she, you know she ended you know up being, being way worse than him. What's that, what's, David? What, you know what's messed up about The Bachelor? Like, I, av- I avidly and fervently avoid everything Bachelor, but even mm-hmm. I know that the mom was rude as fuck to the chosen lady. <laughs> yeah, because it was so, like, appalling and crazy. Uh. And yeah. her being like, she's not the girl for you. She's going to change you. And here's the funny part. It's like, she's going to change you because she has, like, extreme moral, like, morals and whatever. And it's almost like, I don't want you to have morals. I want you to have lots of sex. And it's like, that's a yeah, weird his mom, thing his for mom's your a real mom fucking to... bitch, man. I'll just say yeah. it. And haven't they already announced that they're not going to be in a relationship after all? Yeah, that's what uh, Sarah just told me Jesus. a little bit ago. They yeah. broke up already two days later. Uh, well, that that's like so freaking anticlimactic. Like, yeah, but but see, Hannah's the only one who came out looking good in all this. Like Madison, she fucking really sucks at communication. She did not do right uh, by Peter and and with all this shit. Peter definitely fucked over Hannah really bad. He's a dickhead. And then his mom's just a fucking bitch. Uh, the only person in his family who didn't come up like shit was his brother. When they had that conversation, mm-hmm. his brother was asking him legit friend brother type questions. But, oh. I mean, they're all fucking terrible. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway. Oh, David. Hey, David, why don't dude Oh my gosh, dude. And I'm keeping this in normally, okay, people, little people behind the curtains here in the editing process when David yep. B is on the show. Yep. Usually uh I will I will pay close attention to David B's track specifically cuz there's all kinds of like like sounds and like whiskey like like yeah. the 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 yep. uh ice rattling in his whisk, whiskey glasses and now here we have him just munching yep. away on potato chips into the mic. I'm leaving this in David. I'm done, dude. I'm done. And and I know you're doing it on purpose. I know you're doing it on purpose, dude. You were intentionally yeah. probably leaning into the mic every oh, yeah. time you chew on those chips, aren't you? Yeah, check it out. Right? Okay, that makes me want to throw up. Right? Yeah. That sound is nauseating. By the way, it's not potato chips, it's cauliflower crackers. That's disgusting. Oh, God, I did just <laughs> fucking puke in my mouth a little bit. Well, Holy exactly. shit, dude. It's actually pretty good. I'm not complaining at all. That's why I'm eating so many of them. Oh, that's gross, yeah, Dave. I just, I just, I just have one question. I was told, I was told I would be on SCN Afterlife, not the Bachelor Talk Show. Uh, uh, so... We're about to. We okay. They talk about the Bachelor Dude. like every fucking week. So we're. This just... is like, do you know what you know who you are right now? You ever watch the Chappelle Show? No. Of course. Okay. Well, David has, so he knows this reference. Dude, what you are right now, you are Rick James, and you are grinding your muddy <laughs> boots all over me and Kalen's couch. And yeah, fuck your couch. <laughs> Need a new couch. <laughs> all right, all right. David B., love the fucking shit out of you, dude. Um, but uh, but there, for real, though, but in, in, okay, I'm just, there is no segue into this. Okay, so Roxy took a Viagra. Oh my God! What does yes, it do finally. for a woman. What does Viagra do for a woman? I I have no clue. I have no clue. Apparently, there is a Viagra type thing for women specifically, which I never mm. knew about. But I mean, cool, rock on, dude. I ain't got nothing against this shit. But I mean, but when she said she took Viagra, I couldn't be too shocked because it reminded me of when I was a teenager and I took one of my my uh, friend's birth control pills. So why? Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't. That's just how I was. Like that was just. It, it, it still is. Like like we're we're standing in her kitchen and she you know pulls out. She opens the cupboard door and she. I don't know why she would keep them in the kitchen cabinet like with. I mean, her mom, yeah, her mom took her to get him, but her dad, I mean, her dad knew she was on him, but still. Anyway, uh, she reaches up, gets him, pulls, pulls out the little, I don't know, it's like a little round fucking mm-hmm. case of yep. some sort. You know what I mean, Kaylin. Yep. And, yep. and she opens it up, and it's got like like the little uh, spinny dial thing, different colored mm-hmm. pills and shit. And yep. uh, she takes her pill, and I just like, I just go, give me one. And she gave me one, and I took it. I don't know. It was really that simple. There was no thought behind it whatsoever. <laughs> that didn't mess up her cycle? I don't know. She ended up saying it was just... I, I don't know anything about this shit, but is there one of them that's just like a sugar pill or something? Yeah, so depending on which specific pill you're on, um, either four or seven of a 28-day pack 
will just be sugar pills because you need to take those so that you will get your period. But uh, you take them anyway to be on a schedule and like, you know, still still be on a routine if I take my pill every day at this time. Um, but some women, so they make some where you actually don't take those at all. So you never get a period. Um, mm. But the ones where you have only four sugar pills are awesome because you have a shorter cycle or you have a shorter period and it's great. Um, and if you're on it long enough, you won't get one anyway. But yeah, those, it doesn't matter. Like I, I yeah, used to, it was, a, it like, was a sugar pill, but still, I mean, technically yeah, I, it was from her birth control packet. So technically, yeah. yeah. Well, and on those days, um, sometimes I would just not take it. Cause like, I knew what day of the week my, you know, like I knew like, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever it was, were my fake pills. And I just wouldn't take them. And then I'd start back up with the real ones, you know, the day I should. So well, how, how hard is it to sync up your period with other women? Because I've been wanting to sync up, uh, sync up periods with David B and, you know, so that we bleed out of our dick holes at the same time. <laughs> um, if you're on the pill, it's not going to really be possible because the pill is falsely managing your hormones. But if you I'm are, not on the pill. Okay. Well, then you have to be in close proximity to each other for over an extensive period of time where you're around each other quite a bit. So you typically have to live together and be yeah. around each other a lot. No mutual dick hole bleeding, David. Sorry, dude. Your dick bleeds? You should get that checked out. Yours does it? Like monthly? No. It's it's the it's the it's the uh the menstrual cycle, right? Uh, I think uh, I think there's something seriously wrong with you, my dude. And yeah, you, you may want to go to an OBGYN. Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. Uh, I would highly recommend. I doubt, but Roxy took Viagra. But no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when when they asked on there what it would do, and I'm just going to say this is is biologically uh, proper as I can. When when they had asked, you know, like were, they were wondering what a Viagra did to a girl, uh, female. The only thing I could think of was like, well, it makes her clitoris hard, of course. <laughs> just, I don't. I don't. Know. I don't think so because the clitoris is a bundle of nerves, whereas the penis has a lot of blood flow through it. I don't know how much blood flow there is through the clitoris, and that's what I, actually but... makes the an erection. But, but the clitoris is an underdeveloped penis, so for all you guys out there, if you like uh-huh. going down on the ladies, technically you enjoy sucking dick. So just think about that next time. Well, I mean, if if you enjoy I sucking mean, on balls, those are just uh, ovaries outer, that yeah, went was, outside. <laughs> exterior ovaries, yeah. I was so, going to say, too, uh, Wade, uh, in, in regards to your argument, um, no, it's fucking not, so shut your mouth. So, what? Now I've completely forgot what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> um, a, a clitoris is not like a penis. No, I know that was something. That was some. Well, it's it's. It, uh, I'm not going to get it, into it, the, it, but technically it, oh it isn't. Okay. But in a roundabout kind of a way, it is. I mean, I mean, if you enjoy sucking penises, I mean, more power to you. Uh, but, uh, if you enjoy sucking on vaginas like I do, uh, feel free, bud. 
This took a quick dark turn. I'm sorry, have, and it's my I have, fault. I owe I this one, Caitlin. This is on me. The fucking bastard talk really threw me off, and I have nothing of value to add. So, <laughs> the only thing I want to say is, uh, is uh, if you're lucky enough to have a partner, anybody out there, whether they have a vagina or a penis, and you enjoy sucking on it, and they enjoy you <laughs> sucking on it, fucking suck away, everybody. I completely agree. Oh, my and if you and if and if you want to suck on two of them at the same time, do your thing. If, you, if you're privileged enough to have two at the same time, whatever two they might be, mix and match. Who cares? Go mix yeah. and match. Whatever you want to do, baby, it's on. Oh, it, it's your thing. Oh, David. Yeah, I completely agree. I have okay. nothing of value to add. I'm going to keep eating my cauliflower chips. Okay, so let's let's transition to something a little more uh my uh, knowledge less, please. No, G-rated. Oh, okay. Um so uh, they got into a big discussion about like what did you watch before and after school? Uh Ben apparently watched Good Morning America, Morning America. every morning. <laughs> that that, that, that shit honestly me up. That honestly explains so much about Ben. Right? But it explains a lot. So he didn't watch cartoons? Apparently not. No, his parents uh, like his parents didn't watch what they're programming. So what did y'all watch like in the mornings before school when you were getting ready for school? Uh I'm pretty sure Wade watched um old uh Nickelodeons. Uh, Get it? Because you're old. Yeah, but I never had cable until I was well, I still don't <laughs> have cable, so so what did you watch? Um, it was a, uh, it it was it was either I can't I mean you know it was either like it was uh like your He Man because this was the eighties I was born in seventy nine so we're talking like you know eighty four eighty five in that area um, so we're talking He Man's uh, Transformers Dino Riders still fucking love Dino Riders and I'm still waiting for a kick ass live action movie for that. Um, what else? Thundercats, uh, shit like that. Um, the, the after school shit was mostly your, uh, down there and and I was raised in Houston. So, uh, a little bit, we got in common there, David. Uh, but they had the after school specials and shit every day after school. So we watched that or Mr. Rogers neighborhood or fucking Bob Ross or, uh, uh, you know, shit like that. Sesame street. So that generation. Yeah. I uh I was uh I was born and raised in California and uh in the mornings I would watch cartoons like Beast Wars and Sailor Moon and then eventually Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and all that. Dark One Duck and all that good stuff. I would watch the Disney Channel sometimes. But the show do y'all know did, did y'all ever see the show Bear in the Big Blue House? Yeah. It would be on when I'd wake up. I hated that show, but it would be on when I woke up because I'd sleep with my TV on. I couldn't sleep in the dark. Actually, I still sleep with my TV on. I'm 28, but um, it would be on when I wake up, and I didn't like it. But when I was in, like, maybe fifth or sixth grade, I started waking up an hour early every morning so that I could watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer because... Uh, I could catch a whole episode, and they played them in order. So the next morning, I would catch the next one, and in that way, I watched like all of Buffy that was out at that time that that was playing in syndication. And all I can remember about the afternoons was um, for a long, long run, 
uh, when I'd get home from school, we would watch Seventh Heaven. Oh, right on, right on. Do you remember Seventh Heaven? I never watched it, but I remember it because of Beale. Yes, um, my god. Talk about some terrible dialogue. The same creators created that show, The Secret Life of the American Teenager, where Shailene Woodley was pregnant and a teenager. No clue what you're talking about. Okay. Well, it had the same type of shitty dialogue. Um, I watched a lot of that show. Uh, Darren and I called uh, that show the show with no pronouns because they wouldn't say, like, he or she or it. Like, they would say, sex is fun but sex is this but sex is that like they and i'm like no 15 year old actually says the word sex this many times they use euphemisms or they'll just say it and you don't have to let's fuck and you don't have to say (laughs) john is nice johnny eats peas john goes to the store you you just have to say john once and then you could just say he after that but they wouldn't like i don't know who was writing these scripts i think a child was or an alien like a legit alien from outer space who was just trying to write a script but didn't quite get like the English language fully. They they read up on it, but it was god awful. But anyway, I digress. The, uh, and also, uh, you you munching really loudly remind always like potato <laughs> chips always remind me of after school because I'd eat potato chips a lot after uh, school as a snack. You guys, you know, you guys just reminded me too after school. I don't know if you guys remember the old. Uh, Hercules and the Xena the Warrior Princess show. Of course. Yes. I would I would watch that a lot with my dad. I would also watch this is weird. They 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 have anybody know Ultraman by any chance? Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird like like anime show where it's, it's kaiju, right? It's it's just monsters fighting and there's like this space martian that comes to Earth and fights the monsters for us. But there was like this weird hybrid where it was like an American show, but it was like made in australia that came to america so and it was called ultraman i forget i forget the subtitle of it but i would watch that a lot after school too mm. with my dad and also teenage mutant ninja turtles obviously was like a big one for me as as like a a, a young impressionable boy and this weird show that I, if anyone out there knows it please like send me a message it was this weird show where it was like it was like anamorphic animals it was a cartoon but they were in space and like the captain was like a bunny, and it was like <sighs> it's just this weird cartoon that I I can't for the life of me remember, but I know it exists, and I forgot what the heck it was called. And also Batman the animated series, and also Tiny Toons, and Animaniacs. I watched a lot of cartoons. I watched so many cartoons. Like before, I went off to actual school and was just like hanging out at my grandma's house. Uh, I had like the whole slate memorized. So I knew like at this time I could watch the Disney channel and this show would be on. But then at this time I switched to Cartoon Network and watched these shows. So I watched like all of the Bugs Bunnies and the Looney Tunes and the Pooh Bears and the, you know, everything, all that stuff. And I knew, I knew what time to switch to what channel. Kids do not understand these days the struggle of having to settle for what to watch because you don't like any of the shows that come on at like 11 o'clock or something. Yeah, or the time before there were remote controls, which is probably before your time even, Kaylin. But I remember having to physically get your ass up, walk up to the TV, turn it up, turn it down, change the channel, turn it on. Really sucked. So that was before my time, but of course there were still TVs like that in existence that 
people, you know, some people who just had not updated would have. Yep. So my grandma. Oh, my God. I was just about to say my grandma, too. Well, in the room I was sleeping at her house, she had one of she. Had, it was like an itty bitty TV, and she had it hooked. It was hooked up to cable or whatever, but um, I had to turn the little knob on it to do the volume and change the channel and stuff. And I remember watching Zorro on it in black and white, and I don't even know what I would have been watching. Like, was there an old black and white TV show of Zorro? Yes. Back in the day, that, I would watch you, that. I don't even know, but I swear to God, I never once saw it come across the TV at home. So I don't know why her magic TV got this show. You know what it probably was? I distinctly remember Disney Channel late at night would air old <gasps> syndicated TV oh. shows. And they would air the original TV show of Zorro, the black and white Zorro. Okay. Because I probably... remember watching it. Because like I said, I'd fall asleep with the TV on. So I'd just turn it to whatever and yeah. watch it. Oh, that must I, be it. Oh, man, you're bringing back memories. I remember I, I used to do that too, sleep with the TV on, and then I used to catch Zorro late at night, and then I would just stay awake and marathon all the episodes they would air. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, memories. Do you huh? remember having to – well, first of all, we were too cheap to have the actual TV guide, so we would just get the uh, – occasionally mom would buy one, but we didn't have, like, the subscription to it. So, you know, it, you'd get the newspaper – and there'd be yeah. the big page with all the, like, what was going to be on, like, especially in prime time. Yeah. And you'd have to, like, read through, like, so I was obsessed with trying to see the movie The Outsiders because I read the book. Mm-hmm. And I would just scan looking for, actually, we may have by that point be getting the TV guide because we didn't get the TV guide when I was little. And I'd just be looking to see if it was ever going to come on a channel. And finally, it showed up one week so i like planned my life around watching this movie when it was gonna be on <laughs> oh, oh. oh yeah we're gonna have to Good explain this stuff before, uh, TiVo. <laughs> i know we're gonna have to explain this stuff to our children do you remember calling the movie theater to hear the times yes oh my gosh yes. oh i want to ask y'all something yeah when you were a kid if you didn't have um, like an outside thermostat or thermometer of some sort, how did you find out the temperature? Well, uh, short answer: we didn't. Oh, <laughs> what does what does the news say? Well, that's what it is then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so my husband thinks this is crazy and that I've lost my mind, but I remember my daddy telling me to call the bank. So I would call the bank in the mornings to find out how cold it was outside, which I don't know why I didn't just walk outside, but I would call the bank to find out the temperature because when you called them, there was this number that you could call and all they would tell you was the exact time and the temperature. Okay. Yeah. I did. I thought that was just a normal thing. Like, oh, everywhere, the where you get your temperature information is the bank. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's, I, you know, that's totally I, normal, right? I do, I do distinctly remember, um, like the bank would always have the time and the temperature displayed, which was they weird. do. I don't yeah, know why they, banks do that, but yeah, that, it do. makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They're just like the 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 keeper of the information. Fucking oh. banks, China and banks. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Jay Wade sounds so bored. He's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's because, it's because Why the fuck are y'all talking about this? You have, you, you have to remember when he was a kid, they were just inventing uh, a film and photography. So, of course, he, he grew up reading letters by the uh, Firestead. And uh, I'm just kidding, Wade. Oh, that's all right. Um, but but just because of, just because of that, dude, I'm I, I'm one, I want to get out of this conversation. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> for real, we are gonna we are gonna take a quick uh, short pause for some other uh, to to let y'all hear some promos for some other Merc with the movie blog shows that you should definitely listen to. And uh, yes. then after that, we're gonna talk a little bit of schmodown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I once yeah. faked an orgasm with a girl in Canada. We will be right back after this break. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merc with Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Merc with Movie Blog feed! Perfect! (laughs) Yay, don't listen. So definitely check out those shows from Work with a Movie Blog. Um, so we are going to wrap up by just talking about what happened in this week's uh, Week in Schmodown. So the first thing we should talk about is last Saturday, there was a live stream from the actual studio. So it was not in front of an audience. And it was the family versus corruption. So obviously spoilers for all the matches we're going to talk about. Um, Corruption won, and because Corruption won, McWinnie actually retired. And poor guy. I mean, I don't know to what extent, like, what his reasons for wanting to retire were. I know that he called in to backstage. I don't know if y'all listened to backstage. Uh, He called in, and basically, I, I think part of it is simply that he doesn't have the, um the motivation to study the way people like Ben Bateman or uh, John Roca study, you know? So he, while he has a ton of raw knowledge, he's not necessarily going to improve on weak spots ever because he's not going to watch a movie that he doesn't want to watch. And he, yeah. And um, 
So I can, I mean, I get it. I do think it sucks big time for um, Sam because that was his first round draft pick. Oh, that's true. Damn. Yeah. First round draft pick retired. That was, that was, that was legit. My, my, my main thing was like, it was like you were, you were Sam's first round pick and it's like barely the first match of the season and right where you're like, yeah, I quit. I'm done. Like, like no, yeah. like I'm like okay, like I don't, I don't know if anyone here keeps up with like the action guys and like all the streams and stuff. And like, somewhat, guy, not not fully. Guy, guy mentioned on one of the streams that like McQueenie has his personal reasons, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah, but there's also the fact that it's like, yeah, we're three months in, but it's it's literally the first match of the season. Like, this is something I would assume one would have been thinking about, you know, and uh, and also too, uh, the thing also. So I don't know if you guys heard this. Uh, right before the match, like Andrew Andrew Guy didn't know mm-hmm. when he was retiring, and literally right before the match, McWeenie, I think it was even McWeenie or Christian, I'm not sure, but literally right before the match starts to go, oh, and by the way, if you guys lose, uh, McWeenie is a retiring. So imagine Dude, he's got that on his cool. mind through the whole yeah. match. Just, just, I, it, it's already such a big match because you're facing such a such an unknown, but like, no, not an unknown. They face corruption. You're facing such a huge team already, former team champs. You know what I mean? So you, and then add on top of that, like like Andrew Guy, last season, like legit, like retired. It was like no one knew about it. Like he was legit feeling down on himself last season, right before spectacular, and he lost the, the team's the, the team's tournament. Like he legit wanted to retire, but he came back. You know, and then he he really studied. He really tried. He had a great match. He, I think this is legit. One of the best matches Andrew guys ever had, but to go into it with that mentality, like, like holy shit, if I lose, like my team is done. Like that was that's kind of, I mean, say what you want, like the storyline or whatever. He had a right to know, but you should have told him that either weeks in advance, leading up to it, the way like the founding fathers knew weeks in advance if they lost their match, they were going to retire. Or or just let him find out after the match. Make it a make it a shoot. You know what I mean. Let raw emotion come out but right before the match. Like that to me, just like it, that really sucked to hear. I was like, I was like, man. Either way, it was kind of like you were set up to fail. Like I don't know. Yeah. That's personally my opinion. Yeah. I, I know. I know it's not like I know. And, and Andrew says. I think Andrew said on backstage actually. You know, I'm remembering. He said like I know they didn't do it on purpose. They didn't tell me that to fuck with me. But it's like, but it, it messed with me. Like, how could it not mess with you? Like, you're, yeah. you're coming into this with one expectation. Like, you're looking forward to the season, and your partner pretty much tells you, like, "Hey, if we lose, I'm done after this." And it's just kind of like, man, yeah, it, it was just. Ugh. Anyways, yeah, yeah that, and, and, and I don't know that. Like, like he said, you know, McQueen has personal reasons, and I'm, you know, whatever he wants to do, I support that. That's fine. But going off of what was just said there about if we lose i'm retiring i that comes off as a really shitty attitude to me yeah yeah exactly well i think it was more like if they won it would obviously be obviously be kind of weird for him to retire be like by the way i know we just won but i'm retiring so i bet it was more of a i'm gonna wait till we lose and that'll be a good exit but you know they have again that makes sense but again, again, that I I understand that, but don't tell yeah. your partner who's like hundred. Like they had to reschedule that match oh, already yeah, because Drew, because Drew got sick originally for the original airing, so they rescheduled this match this match for the throwdown. Right? 
So Drew has to like number one, like restudy everything all over again because he was sick, recover from being sick. So like if you guys know, like being sick is no joke. Like it's super hard to study, it's super hard to focus. You can barely stay awake. So like overcome like his sickness, have to reschedule everything and reprep for everything again. And then right before the match, be told, by the way, if we lose, I'm done. It's kind of like it's, it's you just kind of stack the, the deck against the poor guy, in my honest opinion. Like yeah. I, I I I get that that perhaps Drew. I, giving giving credit where credit is due or playing the devil's advocate or whatever benefit of the doubt that's what i'm trying to say i get that drew maybe the last few weeks maybe the last month or two started thinking about this decision but like tell your partner when you're thinking about this decision like hey you know what man i've been thinking don't, don't drop it on him the literally minutes before you have one of the biggest matches of the freaking season like a number one contender shot like that to me i agree with way like like I like I like Drew McQueen as a person. I love him as a critic, but that was like a really not cool thing to do to your partner before a big big match like that. Like I get wanting to leave if you if you lose, and and you can have your personal reasons. Like I get it, but it's like it, that decision just doesn't affect you. Like it affects other people around you. It affected Andrew Guy. It it affects the faction, and that to me is what it it it, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Where you just you just kind of up and leave. It's a very if if we if if we consider it like in terms of kayfabe, it's a very heel move to quit because you lost. Like we lost. Fuck you. I'm out. Like you know what I mean. Like and it just I, looks bad, dude. Yeah, it just looks bad. Like again, yeah. go, going back, like Roka even said it. Like like Roka and Dan had weeks in advance, knowing like if we if we don't win. The, t- the team's titles like we're done as a faction we're done as a team like they had weeks to mentally pre- prepare for that and study around that you know what i mean whereas like andrew guy it was dumped on him last minute like there's no way that doesn't affect your your game plan or your, or your psyche going into a match it's just no freaking way you know it's just i don't know yeah. that to me like i get like it was probably a christian decision and most likely it was but at the same time like it's also because mcqueenie wanted to retire which I respect. I just don't respect the way he went about it. Like he should have told his people when he first started thinking about it. That's my opinion. It's like, it's like if I'm in, if, if I'm in a band and, and our band has all these gigs lined up and I'm just f- fried, I need to tell my band like, Hey, I know we got these gigs lined up and I've, I've compromised. I said, I'm letting you know, I'm thinking about quitting. And so that the band can start better auditioning people, they could prepare future lineups coming up. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not an individual yeah. thing. It's a group thing. Well, I bet the timing was more Christian than McWeeny. Um that you know, I bet you anything McWeeny would have kept going a little while, you know. But for whatever reason, Christian thought that was a good time to exit. Now, my next question is, would Sam have, obviously, if McQueenie wasn't there, Sam would have had a a different um, first choice for his pick. But what happens to Guy without McQueenie in the draft? Uh, He would have fallen far. Yeah. Think? He would have fallen a lot farther than the very first team picked. Well, uh, well, guys. I, surprisingly, surprisingly, guys' record isn't that bad. If you look at guys' record, no, he's he's good, but he's yeah. not. He's not an Ethan Irwin, a Drew McWeeny, a Bibbs. You yeah. know, he's yeah, not that. one of those people. So I feel I think, like he would have fallen a little bit at least. I I honestly think, in my opinion, 
I think Dai would have been like a fourth round pick. I think he could. I mean, he may have even been before that, but he definitely wouldn't have been so high up in such a hot commodity. No, but that's because, yeah. again, top five teams were, were yeah. protected. You had, to take, you had to take the team as a whole. Right. Yeah, and, and, and what I mean by fourth round, in, in case he ever listens to this, like <laughs> at, at the absolute latest round, like he's no way a fifth or sixth rounder, like easily third or fourth round. Fourth at the absolute latest, you know what yeah. I mean? But well, yeah, it's, and, it, it's just unfortunate, like how it all yeah. works. On par with Roka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Him and Roka are the exact quality of player. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, Sorry, Roka. <laughs> um, so people also seem really confused about like spoilers and not spoilers and everything. And so. I have just taken the mindset that I don't say anything in the Facebook group until I have seen other people posting and getting their posts approved. Um, not that I really say much anyway, but on Twitter, anything's fair game. Like, you could say whatever you want. So, that settles that debate. Um, yeah. they and don't Roka want, totally like, spoiled that uh, family versus KO. I know he did, and then the next day Christian's like, we're not talking about it yet. It's like, yeah, Literally. yeah, and I was like, too late, dude. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> um, yeah, so the whole it's okay you weren't told thing um, has become a running joke between me and Pookie. Uh, so now <laughs> I'm like, oh, you were supposed to take that trash out. And he's like, when was I supposed to take trash out? I'm like, it's okay you weren't told. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Oh. Uh, but the next match we got was Final Exam, which is comprised of yeah. uh, a new yeah. and improved or unimproved. Uh, nope. Perfectly improved. Perfectly improved. No, I was going to say Paulo Yama first is who I was oh. saying. Um, yep. Different Paulo Yama? Um, um, normal? The, just him? Instead of... Yama. Yeah. And then an amazing... Not that Lon Harris was ever not amazing, but an even amazinger Lon Harris, who yep. has become one of my favorite people recently anyway, because I got really obsessed with charting with Dan, which I've talked about before. And I actually told my students about this week and they looked at me like I had 12 heads. Um, he has become like one of my faves just in general. And his character was so funny. And the schmobot that came through this week that said Lon Harris as the delinquent looks like a lawn gnome. <laughs> oh That's my god. <laughs> he so looks true. just like one. He looks just it's so but he is so funny and the fact that he was just so good. And then they played against a team called the Experiment, which was Hoyt, who is scary, I'm, and I call him Snape with gray hair. And, and poor Dewberry. Dewberry. Dewberry, who yeah. was very confused and oh my God. not sure how to behave because corruption oh, is not his people. Corruption is not his people at all. No, not at all. But, you know, he did pretty damn well. I didn't think did uh, really good. Dewberry was actually any good at, at trivia, but he did really good. You guys, you guys, you know, it's called a Dewberry now, remember? Because Dewberry got a couple of perfect first rounders and started calling That's it a right. Dewberry. Yeah, he's oh. actually, he's actually really, really, really good. He's a solid, like, player. Well, I guess now that he's not drunk, 
before matches, he'll <laughs> That's be probably, even better. Yeah. Now, do you think that Dewberry is going to become more Hoik, or Hoik is going to become more Dewberry as the season progresses? No, I, I, I think, no, I honestly think, especially if you caught that ending segment, they left that little, like, oh, we're spoiling it, right? That ending segment where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He can't get in touch with Josh McCuga, and Josh McCuga isn't returning like his his calls and stuff like that. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. corruption is gonna, and part of the pun, corruption is gonna corrupt our beloved Dewberry. It's only a matter of time. Uh, that would be great. It's gonna happen. Not uh, that I would know, because I don't know, but that's my prediction. It's gonna. Now, that's, that's what's gonna happen. So, I have this really terrible memory where I I I will watch a whole match and not have any memory of who won. But for some reason, I had in my head that experiment one. But uh, you oh. wrote down final exam. So did final exam win? Yes, yes. they did. Huh? Yep. They sure I, did. I do this with TV shows though too. Like I can, if a year has passed, you know, like a Who Done It, like a CSI oh. or an Law and Order SVU, I can rewatch the same episode and I have a Who Done It. Darren will be like, oh, it was the dad, remember? And I'm like, no, I don't remember. Shush, I'm watching Boil it. Boil it for me. <laughs> so I, I don't remember who won, but I guess they did win. So uh, um, at this, they have won that one win of KO winning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're only she one. has lost a lot. They've lost. She lost with Bunny Somerville. She uh, lost with. Uh, Someone else, another. I'm sorry, but I'm, I I love Brett, but like, how the fuck did Bonnie lose to Brett? Because she yeah. didn't study. You think she actually did any studying? It was well, a miracle. No, I mean, it was she, a miracle she showed up, dude. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's true. Never mind. I shouldn't even have said anything. David's right, dude. She showed up, and that's that's a win yeah. right there. Um. So our last match of the week was. Ethan Irwin versus Jeff Snyder. Irwin won, but it was not like a lock at any point in this game. It was very back and forth, pretty high scoring. Um, I just finished watching this one. And Jeff Snyder did that thing that uh, Roxy has talked about or other people have talked about where he... uh, as soon as he hears a category, he just shakes his head and is like, nope, I'm not going to know this. And he probably genuinely did not know it or and would have never been able to conjure it, his five-pointer, um, which was about, like, who voiced a something-something uh, way back in the day. I don't know what it was called. And, but Orson, to- Orson Welles. Yes, but he guessed Charlton Heston. Narrated, um... World history, history of the world. Oh, uh, history of the world, part one. Yeah, and but as soon as he heard the category, he was just like, "Nope, I'm not going to know it." And you can hear Ethan Irwin saying, "Dude, you got this. You're going to win." I was like, "Dude, what?" But he he does this to himself. He uh, he probably would have never conjured it. He did use he did take his time. He did use his JTEs. But if that had happened earlier in the match. He would have done that thing where he checks out and he would have just checked out and lost that match because of that. He, um, But because it was a five-point, there, there was nothing else to answer after that, so we don't know how that would have gone. But, I mean, my God, it went down to the wire. And Ethan Irwin is another one of those who just survives purely on knowledge, who does not study. 
and it, it, it's still working for him. He's just like, he's like just a database of information. But he he's definitely beatable, though. And, yeah. like, you, you can game the system to beat Erwin because Erwin is not going to fill in his weak spots. We know that. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it all just came down to the luck of the draw, as Erwin said. He said, I didn't win as much as I didn't lose. Like, it's not that I won. It's that I survived, basically. And and that's totally true, because if he was playing a Ben Bateman-type person, I think oh, Ben Bateman would have won, because he would yep. have played the wheel right. He would have, you know, like, he would have done some things strategy wise that maybe still not wouldn't have worked out because like the wheel round you know it still depends on what you land on but yeah you know that that would have been his best bet was to try to put something on that wheel that he was decently strong in that Irwin you know would have been awful in and I don't Uh, know if he did that I don't remember what the wheel was I'm pretty sure if Bateman would have been playing uh Bateman would have put one of his top strengths and then he would have he probably would have considered making one of his top strengths see the core aligned with Ethan's weaknesses. You know? Oh yeah, like animated yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. And then you know the, the psychological things that Ben does too, like like yeah. people get a kick out of them, but in the moment, in the match, you, you totally know those things affect you as a player. Because you see him over there. Like like for example, that moment during um during the match in Atlanta where he erases the answer and everyone's like freaking out, like, oh he doesn't know it. And he writes the same answer again. It's just kind of like, oh like, man, <laughs> the, the man, the man just knows how to play the game in a way that no one else I feel has figured it out yet. But um, that being said, yeah, it was it was really, I really, I legit thought Jeff Snyder was gonna win, and he has those moments where he, he just can't help himself, and he just kind of gives up, and you, you can always just kind of see it, even though like the man is like winning and he's leading and he's making Ethan chase him. There's like that weird. Maybe it's just the way he comes off on camera, but it's like that weird kind of like constant self doubt that he has about himself, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and he's he's actually a really good player. I, I honestly think, like, I, they were, again, they were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I think on 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 Shmodown backstage, like, you need to have that little bit of ego. That little bit of ego is what gives you the edge from being like like a like a like a good to decent player to becoming a top player because the top players have that ego about them where it's like, I can't lose, I have to win. You know what I mean? So. I really think Jeff Snyder is is missing that ego. It's, it's, his character's if he remains a heel forever, perfect. He's he's such a quacky heel, and I love him for it. But he needs that like a little bit of ego, a little bit of edge to make him go like, you know what? I am a top player, and I I can't freaking do this, and I am gonna do this. And then also like you know, it's it's all about factions now. It's all about managers. I think I think Roxy probably was a a decent manager in the game. I don't know how much influence she has for Jeff Snyder studying prior to a game, or in that matter, how much studying Mark Franco has with with Jeff Snyder. If that makes sense, like they like, I feel like who? Uh, I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, Mark and Draco. And Yeah, what did I say? I had a Freudian. Mark Franco. Franco. Oh yeah, yeah. Bleh. No, 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 no Mark, Mark Franco. I know who the Andrew is. He's Mark and Draco. He's been drinking Corona, everybody. Yeah, I got, I got, I got that shitty beers disease. Um, no, I don't. Beer bud. No, no, but, but you know what I mean. Like, like it. Like some of those questions should have been questions like they should have brushed up on. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That that five pointer was was pretty. It was it was it was a decent five pointer. 
That was a deep question for sure. Yeah. So I yeah. So ah, it's it was a bummer. I was I was legit. Not that I don't like Ethan Orr. I was like rooting for the guy who's like the underdog, and Jeff Slender clearly came in as like they even said it on there. He's the lower ranked player, and I was like, I really hope he beats Ethan Orr. And it was just he was so close. And yeah, that interview you could tell he was legitimately upset. Like, of course, I I would be too. So. Snyder's one of those people who comes off like a cocky asshole a little bit, but I, well, more than a little bit. It de- it depends on what company he's in. Uh, sometimes he actually tones it down a little bit, but I think he's very um, self conscious in reality. Yeah, I think like so a lot of people who are kind of assholes and and act like they don't give a shit, it's because they really do care, and they just have lots of barriers up. And that's that's what how I think he is. I think he cares a lot, and he cares a lot about, like, he has a lot of expectations for himself, and has a lot of self-doubt, and just, you know, checks out. So, yeah. we'll see where he goes from here. Um, I know that all things that you don't get another match right away but of course he is still you know is going to get a team's match at some point hopefully so i guess we won't we'll see him again pretty soon ethan Irwin. i assume we will see him pretty soon considering he won so i'm sure he will be put up against someone else who won i'm not sure if it's been announced who he'll go up against but um it may have been i can never keep track of that stuff so Overall, this was a fun week in the Schmodown. I don't know what we're getting. I mean, this weekend we're getting the free-for-all, but it's no longer going to be live. Well, it's not Uh, this weekend. It's not tomorrow. No, 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 the following weekend. It's next weekend. Correct. You are right. Technically, it will will be live, but it'll be live live. in studio. Right, it'll be live in studio. It will not be live in front of a studio audience. So Um, I just... I'll, I'll give you guys the inside scoop here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was originally going to go to free-for-all. Yeah, you and, told us that. And I was going to perform. Oh! Yeah. Poopies! I'm giving, Poopies! I'm giving you the inside scoops. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going back and forth with like with Christian, and like I wrote something for the Schmodown that I won't reveal anytime soon because maybe we'll get to do it later. But uh, yeah, I was I was legit really looking forward to performing this song. I worked really hard on it, and um, but at the same time, like uh, it's like Christian said, and it was like it's 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 better to be safe than sorry. We want everyone to be safe, everyone to be secure, and like yeah, it sucks, but it's something like everyone has to sacrifice. You know, we're all sacrificing everything. So for the betterment of all of us, not just for one particular person, but in this case, for our Schmodown community, friends and family that we all. Since look, I sincerely love everybody, so of course, if it's like if, if it makes people feel a little bit safer or it helps people not feel so worried for me not to show up, then I'm not gonna show up ultimately. Which ultimately was yeah. the decision we came to. Which I'm I'm okay with. This isn't me complaining or sour grapes. But it's like I said in the beginning, not to bring it back to that topic, right? It's just a it's a bummer of a situation. But the good news is we're all feeling bummed together. So, um, well, quick question before we yeah. wrap it up here, David. Um. You were you were you just said that you were planning the plan was for you to perform at free for all. Um, yep. Were because you were going to be out there anyway and performing. Was there an invitation extended to you to attend the studio taping the studio live event? Uh, 
how deep do I want to go into this? Uh, it was it was more. I asked. It was honestly, and I hope this is okay to say. It was honestly. I asked Christian, "Hey man, what do you want me to do?" Because I was scheduled to play at the free for all, and he he very graciously told me, "Like honestly, dude, I think it's best if you just stay home and don't travel." And I said, "We'll do." If it was there was no questions, like, "All right, this is what you think is best." That's when that's what I'm gonna do. So I think that's the right call. Um, I, I honestly. Honestly, I think it's the right it's the right call to ultimately at the end of the day because we just don't know, and every day this fucking thing is like just gets worse and worse. So, yeah, I, it, it, it's like I've been telling everybody like like when is this? When do you guys usually air this episode? Like next Monday, right? Next Tuesday? Uh, we might get it out sooner than that, but sooner? yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah, it's Maybe. just like it's a bummer. It's like I was like, and it's it's not just the free for all. Like I had other gigs lined up. I was supposed to go to Atlanta for a jazz concert and that got canceled so it's Aww. just like it's just everything's been canceled and stuff like that and like i had a gig this wednesday at houston also canceled just everything's been canceled so it's just as a musician and i am a full-time musician it's like it's like number one i love performing and i especially like love performing for people who want to see me perform if that makes sense so it was like it was like a bummer having to tell like my friends and family like hey this stuff isn't happening and then and then also too like something that i've been creatively passionate about for a couple of weeks also being like hey unfortunately like it's gonna have to wait or it might not happen like who knows so but but yeah i i agree with kaylin was ultimately the best decision so yeah i'll be i'll i'll be streaming along with everybody else so uh, if you guys have twitch oh wait not the plug section my bad i'll, I'll plug that later but well yeah. no no let's let's do that man uh uh why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what what you got going on on the social medias where you know, live streaming anything you got going on, man. Yeah, so obviously you guys have the scoop because I love you all. And you guys were like the first people to really like have me on your podcast and I'll forever be grateful for that. Um, yeah, on socials, you can find me everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Instagram as David Music 21 That's at David, the letter B music, the number 21. Uh, I'm on Twitch. I've only streamed like two or three times. I'm, I'm going to try to stream more, especially this week, just not to go stir crazy with having nothing to do. And it's the same thing on Twitch. I'm David B music at uh, David B music 21 on Twitch. I'm also just David B music on YouTube. I might experiment trying to stream on YouTube, but YouTube is pretty weird about what you can and can't stream sometimes so where i know is like twitch is a little bit more um what's the word i'm looking for it's, it's not liberating it's like they're not so strict with their rules like for example on valentine's day i did like a, a stream where i just kind of like serenaded people like only like six or seven people showed up i started just singing songs i know you know what i mean so if i were to do that on youtube i would get shut down because you know copyright even though i'm not trying to sell a song but um yeah we'll see uh i'll be around so and, uh I'll, I'll be on twitter checking up on everybody asking everyone how they're doing if everyone's okay mentally obviously physically and all that good stuff but uh the show must go on the show will go on and eventually we'll be fine everything will eventually get back to normal just for right now uh we all got to make these sacrifices for the betterment of everyone around us so yeah. i second that yeah kaylin why don't you tell the folks uh, where they can find you at you can find me on twitter and letterbox although i haven't really watched any movies recently at Kaylin Rose 715, that is K A L Y N R O S E 715. 
And you guys can find me, if you would like, please do, on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J-W-A-D-E-1134. You can also follow Merck with the movie blog on Twitter at movieblogmerck. Uh, and you can find this podcast as well as several others, or a few others, I should say, um, on the Merck with the movie blog feed on Anchor uh, and whatever other podcasting platforms you're into using. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube, Merc with Movie Blog channel there, and MercWithTheMovieBlog.com if you feel like doing some reading on the interweb. Uh, give a little hint of my age. Um, and, yeah, on that note, guys, everybody, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Uh, don't forget to make jokes about everything that's going on because, I mean, let's be honest, dude. A virus named after a beer. Let's fucking lighten up at least a little bit, you know? Uh, we we still got a smile. So uh, everybody have a great week and come back next week and we'll fucking do this shit again. And oh, next week we will be having Alice and Laura Kelly on from the from the podcast Force Toast, not Star Wars Toast, Force Toast. <laughs> so uh, come back uh, for that next week, guys. Everybody be safe. Bye. Oh wait 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 oh, can wait, I plug wait, one wait. more? Can I plug one more thing? Yes, absolutely. Wait 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 don't. Don't turn it off, guys. What's up, David? So, uh, if you guys air this tomorrow, I will be on Schmo Bates. I don't know if you know about that show, but it's like a debate show about things around the, the Schmodown, like competitors and stuff. I'll be on Schmo Bates. Uh, it'll be pre-recorded Monday. I'm not sure when it's going to air, but uh, please be on the lookout for that because uh, it's going to be fun. I got the questions today, and I gave my answers. I'm super excited about my answers and and other surprises so please please check that out uh that's it that's my last plug all right end it end the show do it and on that note guys <laughs> uh for real though be sure to check that out i'm definitely going to and, and i'll say again i've said it before uh i absolutely love what those guys are doing over there with chill to action call to action uh they got a great crew um great content uh i'm subscribed everyone go subscribe to call to action uh they do a lot of really kick-ass shit so uh, check them out as well, uh, and uh, of course, check them out after you check us out. So, everybody, have a good week. Peace. Woo! That's, like, did you just make the noises like you were coming and you just didn't? Uh, no, I just straight up was like, I came. <laughs>